Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Nick Sports Talk with your host, Nick Scortino. So today, we have uh, some pretty good topics to talk about today. We'll be going over um, <clears throat> a mock draft of uh, the NFL draft, which will be taking place t- uh, tomorrow. Um, some NFL trades that have happened. Um, the New York Yankees, some basketball talk. um the Devils and the Rangers, uh, and to end it, uh, this week's episode, we'll talk about some uh, more soccer. So, to jump right in, the Washington football t- team has traded for Eric Flowers from the Miami Dolphins. Miami receives the 244th overall pick in the draft, and Washington receives Flowers and the 258th overall pick in the, uh, the draft, and uh, Miami's sending him back to Washington now, so... We'll see what Washington decides to do with him. See if he starts. See if he's uh, just a a uh, bench player, um, you know, a backup. And Saquon Barkley is now on track and ready to go for the uh, start of the NFL season, which is very good for the New York Giants to have him back uh, for the start of the season. And on top of that, he just signed his fifth year option, which is uh, also good for the Giants. And I'm ex- I'm excited to see him back in action this year you know it really it was really tough to see uh see him go down last year the way he did and now that uh, luckily he'll be back and hopefully ready to go the final trade before we jump into mock draft the mock draft is teddy bridgewater has been traded from the carolina panthers to the denver broncos and i actually really like this trade for teddy bridgewater because the broncos don't really have a lot of uh, quarterback help because Drew Locke is uh, okay. He's uh, really not. He hasn't really shown a lot of improvement or uh, anything like that. And I think that getting a guy like Teddy Bridgewater, who wasn't wasn't terrible last year, will really help the Broncos. And if the Broncos end up drafting a QB uh, tomorrow, will uh, Teddy Bridgewater will be able to help them uh, help the young quarterback? get used to being in the NFL. Um, the Panthers get a sixth-round pick pick for him in uh, the draft, and the Panthers will pay $7 million uh, to Teddy Bridgewater, and the Broncos will pay him $3 million. So to jump right in now to the mock draft, we've got uh, Jacksonville with the number one overall pick taking Trevor Lawrence from Clemson. The New York Jets taking... Zach Wilson from BYU, the 49ers via a tra- uh, trades from Miami, uh, with a trade from Miami to trade up the 49ers trade up to number three. Um, they were going to take Mac Jones from Alabama, and uh, this I'm reading off of Mel Kiper's mock draft, and he has Miami trading up to number four with Atlanta to draft Kyle Pitts from Florida. <clears throat> Cincinnati will take Penny Sewell from Oregon. The Falcons at number six with the trade from Miami will end up drafting Trey Lance from North Dakota State. Detroit will draft Jamar Chase from LSU. Car- the Carolina Panthers will select Devontae Smith from Alabama. Denver will draft uh, Micah Parsons from Penn State. This is a- another trade that he has in New England trading up with to uh, 10th overall with Dallas and swapping picks. And 
New England taking uh, Justin Fields from Ohio State. The at eleven, the New York Giants will take Jalen Waddle. Number twelve, uh, Philadelphia will take Patrick uh, Sertain from Alabama. Thirteen, the LA Chargers will take Rashawn Slater from Northwestern. Fourteen, the Minnesota uh, Minnesota Vikings will take Christian Darisaw from Virginia Tech. At 15, Dallas will take J.C. Horn from Virginia Tech. At 16 overall, Arizona will take Caleb Fairley from Virginia Tech. 17, Las Vegas will take Alicia Vera Tucker from USC. Miami will take Quiddy uh, Pay from Michigan. At 19, Washington will take Jeremy Owusu-Koromoa. From Notre Dame. At 20, Chicago will take Tevin Jenkins from Oklahoma State. 21, Indianapolis will take Jalen Phillips from Miami. 22, Tennessee will take Elijah Moore from Ole Miss. Uh, 23, the uh, Jets, this is a pick from uh, Seattle, will take Gregory Newsom from Northwestern. 24, Pittsburgh will take uh, Najee Harris from Alabama. 25, Jacksonville will take uh, Trayvon Morig from TCU. 26, Cleveland will take Jamin Davis from Kentucky. 27, Baltimore will take Terrence Marshall Jr. from LSU. 28, New Orleans will take Zavin Collins from Tulsa. 29, Green Bay will take Rashad Bateman from Minnesota. 30, Buffalo will take Aziz Oljulari from Georgia. Kansas City will take Jason Owue from Penn State. And Tampa Bay will take Christian Barmore from Alabama. So, um, if you guys want, by the way, you can listen back to this when the draft is going on and see how accurate uh, these picks were from Mel Kuyper and see if uh, these teams actually end up taking these players and making these types of trades that he predicts uh, might happen. So transitioning now into the NBA, the New York Knicks have uh, went on a nine-game winning streak but unfortunately fell to the Suns Monday night 118-110. to The Knicks are being fueled by Julius Randle, who's been playing out of his mind, and they are currently uh, a fourth seed right now, so congratulations to them from for turning around uh, organization that obviously has been on uh, you know a very bad run for these last few years, so good for them. Anthony Davis has finally returned to the Lakers lineup, and it's really nice to see him come back now. And the Lakers, all the Lakers need is for LeBron to come back, and they'll be at full strength and be able to uh, pick up their record because it's you know it's all right. They're right now they're a fifth seed, so we'll see. Uh, We'll see if they can get their record up a little bit higher before the playoffs start. And luckily for that, Dennis Schroeder has been playing absolutely great for the Lakers, and he's he's really embraced uh, the starting point guard role for them, and he's helped them out tremendously in that uh, point. So some other games around the NBA: the Nets beat the tra- uh, beat the Toronto Raptors yesterday, one hundred and sixteen to one hundred three. The Trail Blazers beat the Pacers one hundred and thirty three to one hundred twelve. The Bucks beat the Hornets 114 to 104. The Thunder beat the Celtics 119 to 115. 
And the Mavericks beat the Warriors 133 to 103, and the Rockets beat the Timberwolves beat the Rockets 114 to 107. So that does it for the NBA. Now moving on to the MLB, and the Yankees uh, last night beat the Orioles 5-1, and Corey Kluber got his first win of the season and uh, advanced to 1-2 on the year. Uh, Last night he pitched really great. He pitched 6.2 innings, one earned run, five strikeouts, and two walks, and he was looking like the old Corey Kluber, and now the bigger question for the Yankees becomes Kyle Higashioka was catching for him. Is Is he a bigger influence on the pitchers than Gary Sanchez. So it'll be very curious to see how the Yankees handle this uh, going into the next few games that they've got coming up. And for the the way the Yankees scored five runs last night, is G.R. Urshela hit the, the Yankees' first sack fly uh, yesterday in the first inning, and D.J. LeMahieu scored. Aaron Judge hit a home run to go up to five home runs on the year. Kyle Higashioka hit a home run to right field, so he's continuing to uh, have very good at-bats so far for the Yankees. Gio Rochelle is singled uh, to left, and LeMahieu scored. And Stanton hit his sixth home run uh, to center field uh, last night. And for the Orioles, Franco reached on an infield single, and Trey Mancini scored. So the Yankees play the Orioles tonight, and Domingo Herman will be pitching for them. So we'll see... uh, what happens tonight as the uh, game goes on? Also, last night the Yan- uh, Yankees traded Mike Talkman to San Francisco for Wandy Peralta and another play- player to be named later. Uh, it was tough to see Talkman go. He's been a very good piece uh, player for the Giants, uh, not the Giants for the uh, for the Yankees. And you know, it's you don't you don't like to see those types of guys uh, leave like that. He was a very good club pass guy. Everybody loved him. He was really good to have uh, late in games because he brought speed to the uh, to the Yankees when they needed them and when he uh, they needed it in extra innings. Um, but on the other hand, the Yankees do their bullpen is great, but it's it's very right-handed heavy, and I think that Wandy Peralta being a lefty will help them out. But we also won't necessarily know until uh, we see him play in pinstripes. So, but. Unfortunately, it stinks to let Mike Talkman go. I wish they uh, would have kept him, but uh, sometimes you can't really do that. So, Final piece of MLB news is Vlad Guerrero Jr. became the youngest player in MLB history to hit three home runs and seven RBIs in a, in a game at the age of 22. That's just very impressive. He's been he's been playing very well so far for the Blue Jays. Uh, he, they moved him to first base because he was originally a third baseman, but so uh, you know, that's a little bit tough. I, I get that, and but clearly offensively he's still absolutely killing it. So good for him. You know he's a great player. Now switching to the Devils and the Rangers, the Devils finally ended their ten-game losing streak by beating the Philadelphia Flyers six to four. And goals came from Nico Heischer, Pavel Zaka, Miles Wood, Oscar Lindblom, Philip Myers, Claude Giroux, Connor Carrick, and Sean Couturier. Also, sorry I. Uh, misread it, and Yegor Sharangovich and Mikhail Maltsev also scored for the Devils. And so far for the Devils, Sharangovich and Yanni Kulkin have been probably the two best young guys that they've called up to come and play uh, this season and play for, playing for them, and it's been great to watch them play and grow uh, right there in front of your eyes, because Sharangovich and Kulkin, uh have been on the same line now 
uh, for these last few games, and they've been absolutely pl- they've been playing out of their minds. It's been really nice to see. And the Devils actually take on the Flyers again on the 29th. The Rangers defeated the Buffalo Sabres 3-1, and goals came from Brendan Smith, Sam Reinhart, Alexi Lafreniere, and Mika Zibanejad. And as I talk about him just about every other podcast, Adam Fox once again killing it for the Rangers with a league-leading 42 assists for defensemen in the entire NHL. So good for you, Adam Fox. Uh, it's really good to see, and I'm sure he'll be recognized for this uh, awesome achievement so far that he's had throughout this season. And the Rangers take on the Islanders uh, on the 29th. So now moving into the final topic of the week, and that is soccer. So Atletico Madrid has been slipping in the La Liga title race, and Barca and Real are both tied for second with 71 points, and Atletico has 73 points. And to be honest, if you guys you know want to watch soccer or whatever, um, if you want to get into some soccer t- uh, teams and uh, games to watch, these next few weeks with Atletico, Real, and Barca are going to be awesome to watch because every team is going to be, play- be playing for something. And right now, I think Barca's got the upper hand because Real is a little bit more focused on Champions League, and I get that. Champions League is a little bit more important than the, the League Cup. But Barca is... Uh, Barca's got one trophy so far this season under Ronald Koeman in the uh, Copa del Rey, so it'll be cool to see if they can uh, they can capture another trophy in the uh, La Liga trophy. But I'll keep you guys updated every week on what is happening in, in La Liga. And now transitioning into Champions League, Chelsea and Real Madrid tied yesterday in Champions League, and Christian Pulisic actually became the uh, first American-born player to score in the semifinals so congratulations to him a lot of you may, uh, may not know but he's like one of my favorite players I just I hate that he plays for Chelsea but that's just me but it was very cool to see you know these American players really uh, taking their their chances and getting these awesome opportunities to play soccer at the highest level um, and then today Manchester City has uh, beat PSG in the first leg of the semifinals for the Champions League and this will be an interesting series to watch to see how Neymar and Mbappe can fight back and see if they can put some pressure on um, Manchester City because Manchester City has been absolutely killing it in the Premier League and now it's obviously transitioning over into um, the Champions League. So the final piece of today is revolving around Arsenal. So the Spotify boss... Daniel Ek has secured funds to make a bid to take over Arsenal from Stan and Josh Kroenke. Uh, so, Ek has the, currently has the support of Thierry Henry, Dennis Bergkamp, and Patrick Vieira, who all want Arsenal to return return to their glory days. And to be honest, that all starts as soon as uh, they can get Stan and Josh Kroenke uh, out, because those two have ruined Arsenal absolutely ruined it i mean you know because right now i feel like stan and josh are more focused on the rams the avalanche and all these other teams that they have other than arsenal and it's like arsenal is maybe a few few good signings away from being a fantastic team but that doesn't start 
that doesn't happen unless you use money and use your money to help buy these players. And like their biggest thing is they're like, oh, but we helped buy we helped buy Thomas Partey when we needed the funds for him. And that's just like, okay, that's one guy. It's been how many years since you guys have intervened and used your own money to like, you know, really help the team? And uh the final final piece I'll leave you guys with is Eck had said this uh, when he was interviewed about Arsenal. I've been an Arsenal fan since I was eight years old. Arsenal is my team. I love the history. I love the players. And of course, I love the fans. Uh, then he goes on to say, so as I, I look at that, I see a tremendous opportunity to set a real vision for the club to bring, bring it back to its glory. I want to establish trust with the fans and I want to engage with fans again. I'm very serious. The final piece that he left everybody with is, I've secured the funds for it, and I want to, I want to bring what I think is very compelling, a very compelling offer to the owners, and I hope to hear me out. So, he's being very humble about it, and I, I really hope that he can somehow make this work because I think it'll be great for Arsenal to have somebody that's very passionate about their history and. I mean, hell, he he's even got Thierry Henry, Dennis Bergkamp, Patrick Vieira, three like you know three of the. Uh, some of the best players that have played at the club backing him saying that this is the guy we want in in uh, control of the club. So I think I, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that uh, at least Stan uh, Josh Kroenke will hear him out. But, you know, I don't know because they said today that they're not going to entertain any offers uh, to sell the club. But when the fans are chanting that, uh, that they want you out, that doesn't really paint you in a very good picture so that is it for today's uh episode so hope you all have a great night